Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you ready? I'm freaking ready, doggy. Hi. Hello. <clears throat> Last time we met, we sat for so long that I injured my toenail. Shut the fuck up. What do you I, mean you injured your toenail? Yeah, exactly. I'm wondering as well. Was your foot like bent yes. back and you were just like yes. so elated on yes. life juice yes. that my toe was curled and I had the top of my foot curled just like so. While we talked excitedly on your plastic chair. Wow. I was on the wood chair, actually. That's my and chair that roots. I could barely on. walk as if I stubbed my toe. And I couldn't figure it out. And Josh was like, I think we're just like in our 30s. I have a, had a bruised toenail from sitting for probably three hours talking to you because I was so excited. I was pushing and curling my toe <laughs> into the earth. <laughs> it was my right toe, in case you guys were wondering. She talks about feet so much. It's a theme. It's a trope. It is. In my life story. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the only person that buys all the foot fetish photos. That's why all these girls are making so much money. I am picky. You know, I won't take any foot. It's mine or Lydia's. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Period. Um, you know when there's divine synchronicities that piss you off and you have good content and then you listen to a podcast and they say what you just said on your podcast yes. and you're like, I don't know if we're connected or suing each other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Nikki Glazer literally just talked about her Airbnb host saying they can't wait to meet her. Shut up. And Are you lying? No. What the fuck? I was screaming in oh the kitchen. Oh my God. Because I was like, wait, I don't even know. There's no way she heard our podcast. Never it's say not even never. Out. It's not even out yet. Well, it I, is now, but like. Yes, I know. I'm filled with excited rage. The I guess her host wrote back to her like, we can't wait to show you how to use the jacuzzi. And she was like, I'm canceling. <laughs> and everyone was dying laughing. And I was like. <laughs> like, we're so similar. And I, I like, we're so in sync. And I love her. And then also I was filled with like psychotic rage. I, okay, because I'm so narcissistic and obsessed with us, um, I listened to our episode in prepping of recording our episode, and I listened to that part, and I agreed with myself again. Like, you're crazy, girl. Like, I love the idea of meeting my Airbnb host. No. And Kelly's like, get the fuck out. No, here's my secret rock. There's directions. <laughs> here's my secret rock. How to find what you need. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I also did a little bit of um, Nancy Drew in for you because you will get so rationally, for real, rationally angry at me whenever I say irregardless. Okay, y'all. Do you know this Easter egg? She okay. Adriana's aware that irregardless is not a word. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't care. She says it irregardless of how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah. So I do it because she's of aware. Pure comedy standpoint. I she say, likes my. She says it to me and looks directly into my <laughs> eyes and waits for a reaction. I do. I purposely say words incorrectly for the comedy aspect of. She loves life. it. Because I'm just 
creature of I remember I was like, I was like, you know, it's just regardless. And you looked at me and you went, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So I just found out the word that is using words incorrectly for the sake of comedy. There is oh my a God, word a for word? that. Yes. Oh my God. Boner now activated. Up. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Boner up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a boner <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> I forgot I can't rub my eyes. I messed mascara on. Oh my God. I was going to rub my eyes. I'm going to make that noise every time you... <laughs> Every time you touch your eye. Boner activated. So the word is malapropism. Malapropism. Yeah. I'm I just found out this word. Thrilled. My friend told it to me, and I was like, I'm sorry. There is a word for this thing that I've been doing for a century and a half. Yeah. Isn't that a lovely word? I can see you now. I can see some mansplainer coming up to you and being like you know that it's really regardless and you'll be like yeah i like to use malapropisms in my conversation yeah i'm just gonna l woods up this joint (laughs) yeah you're gonna whitney cummings and Mm -hmm. just slip a giant word as if anyone knows what it means dude whenever she loves doing that oh my god it makes me so happy and then i'm also watching this really stupid (laughs) vampire show on netflix (laughs) because i love one thing to know about me, I love shitty television and, like, shitty movies. It can be terrible acting. I just fucking love it because it's so bad it's good. Yeah. Like, it's just so fucking Ooh. bad. Ooh. I like, don't know what it is. Like I also, Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Ooh. Just like Pretty Little Liars. Love Ooh. the show. It's terrible. So <laughs> It's absolutely god awful. Like, I don't watch, and I I don't watch reality shows. Like, this is my, like... That's my your kink. advice. That's my kink. I love shitty shit. Like, just fucking <laughs> love it. Is your <laughs> is your kink shitty shit? Honestly, yeah. Um, so this show's called First Bite. It's like a. It's, it's like even the name. This is so embarrassing. Oh my god, you guys. You get a little snippet into like what it is to be me. Um. <laughs> It's like a, it's a fantasy fucking vampire, vampire gremlin. I mean, a few years late and a dollar short. I mean, and Emma Roberts is one of the producers of the show, but it's a Netflix series. So like you'll got, you guys will find it as soon as you listen to this because it's going to show up in your um, algorithm now. Um, But, uh, (laughs) oh fuck, I just lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Well, I was going to say first bite. Is oh a terrible caribou name, and Emma Roberts has absolutely become the scream queen. So I can see that she's now producing her niche. Yeah. Why? What was the reasoning for me bringing this up? What were we talking about right oh, before that? We were talking about malapropism. We were talking about words that. Dude, I just like fucking blank so hard. You were watching this garbage television, and maybe they improperly used a word for comedy purposes. I don't know. It'll come back to me. When guys. it comes back to you, hit me with what the fuck? hit me with a boner pop. I will. And Dude, I'm like blank. St- I literally have no idea why <laughs> we got onto this topic. You know, it'll probably show up in the Patreon because I'm gonna have to listen to this episode back and be like, "What the? You're gonna fuck scream at yourself." 
Oh my god. You're gonna, you know, when someone's like, "What's the name of that actor?" and you're listening and you're like screaming. Oh, I remember. I remember. Hell yeah. Words, big words. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I'm so high right now. It's that sour diesel. Oh, oh my, my god. god. And she's not. So <laughs> of course. Just... So it's. Oh my god. My okay. mental clarity is enough for the two of us. Oh my god, my clarity is just <laughs> not there. Okay, so Kelly's talking about how Whitney Cummings says all of these big oh, yeah. ass fucking words. Big words. And literally in the in the episodes I listen and I have to like pause and fucking go into the dictionary and find out what she says and what it means or someone that is on the show with her will be like what the fuck is this word you just pulled out of your butthole they're like you can't just i'm not even listening to the content of the amazing sentence you just said because you just hit me with a word and you didn't choose to define the word because you assume that i'm gonna know what that word means yes so the reason i brought up this fucking television show They do the same thing in the show. But I had to preface with all this stuff because I'm a stoner. I'm surprised. They do it in this show so often. They say fucking the craziest words I've ever heard. But I use the, the text on the... I was just going to say, do you have captions. captions at the bottom? Mm-hmm. So I'm like reading this and I'm like, what? What are these words? What this word? And I'm loving it. It's I do It's growing love my vocabulary. Words. It doesn't make me angry in like a way where I'm like, I don't understand this because I'm ignorant. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I'm Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. I'm more like, yo, new word to add to the fucking vocab. Spank bank. To the vernacular, I suppose we should use a big ass word, Mm, huh? That's a good word. I love. Really glad I got through that. I love V words. Mm. V is in Victor, and I love P words. P is my favorite letter. P is, really? I have a list in my phone of all my favorite P letters. Words. P letter words. I really love that. Thank you. I like to write the definition of big words on the sides of the pages of my book, unless I'm renting it from the library. Honestly, that's really smart. How else are you going to remember? Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, this is would, a dope word that I forgot. when I would like actively read like that, yeah, I would have yeah. like a little notepad next to me or like a mm-hmm. sticky and mm-hmm. like put it in there to remember. Mm-hmm. And I'd have like all my, seriously, I'd just be like reading fucking an Anthony Bourdain book. And yeah. he, he also does this. He yes, also... He. Oh my god, reading his books, I have to have a thesaurus and a fucking dictionary next to me. He uses very, very big words. You've been trying to get me to read his books for years. I have one right here. Oh my god, it's in her hand. She's literally giving it to me to to read. Look Look it! Stickies! Oh my god! Oh my god, how cute! I actually refuse to finish it because it's his last book he wrote. Oh my gosh, you only have like a few pages left. And I refuse. But there's a cocaine bag in here. Oh my god! It's empty, by the way. Oh my god! And flowers. Oh, look at wait, wait. What chapter is the ba- is the baggie on? The fear. The fear. <laughs> I can't believe that's in there. Uh, you that's know, hilarious. That also may have had your nose ring in it. Let's be clear. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so wait. Honestly, this book hasn't been touched since it came out in like. 2016 2017 oh my this god book hasn't so your books are like your nightstand you've got pressed flowers you've got yeah there's like a recipe oh. card in here for my favorite cocktail called the last word oh i love that name you know i love eight letter words slap mm-hmm. my knuckles together yeah put that on your uh next for life wow i'm yet again embarrassed by all <laughs> the things that i do i have life. my knuckle <laughs> tattoos narrowed down to at least just the top 50 <laughs> Tell me, like, three of them. Good girl. Ooh, shit. Wild West. Love. 
I think that's all I'm going to tell you for now. Wow. I could Wild read West through. Wild West is lovely. Thank you. I think Wild West is the most appropriate. Mm-hmm. Because we're in the Wild West, doggy. Literally and figuratively. The only problem I have is that if I got Wild West, the word West would be on my left hand, which is technically the eastern East direction. So Eastside. So mm. that bothers me a little. I love that that bothers you. <laughs> I really it would. do. It would. I know. That's why I love it so much. And then I'm definitely going to be getting a few little tattoos soon. Soon. Like, you know, the spiritually important ones when you're driving down the road. Don't you we just pull get this over. triangle? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Warning. Dude, I put. Exclamation. Okay, so I'm holding for the people that aren't in this room. Um,. Us, our personalities. <laughs> That's who's here. All um, six of us are looking all, at this right all now. All six of us just staring at this tiny vial I'm holding. Um, so my back's been hurting a lot lately. And um, this is a CBD slash THC balm salve. Oh, you've been talking this up to me. Let me smell it. It's mm. lovely. I think there's eucalyptus in here. I can smell Or like that. peppermint or something. There's absolutely a mint. It sit. smells cold. It's, my nose is cold. Oh, God, it's so nice. But Mentholated. I, yeah, I rubbed this on my back last night, and it helps a lot. Um, Marijuana you, Icy Hot? Can you read the tiniest font in I America? It's like can. Papa something is the brand. Oh, well, we've had um, pre-rolls by this company before, Papa and Barkley. Yes. One of our first episodes, season one, we had Papa and Barkley. Yeah. We totally did. Let's talk about our products today, okay. girly. I absolutely love this. Salve, has it been giving you um, relief? Absolutely. Um, I put it on right before bed and I rubbed it to kind of like activate it, I mm-hmm. suppose. Um, mm-hmm. Rubbed it, um, my lower back, like, would you call that your sacrum? Sure. I guess. Sure. Like, yeah. It's your just, lumbar? Yeah, lumbar is probably your better. L. Yes. Two. Yes. <laughs> the fucking crook to the L, like the. Sure. Yeah. Your butthole. <laughs> That's where it went. Um. <laughs> Your uh, mentholated butthole. Oh, I want that on my knuckles. Mentholated butthole. <laughs> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever hear me say nux, that's because it's an eight-letter. It's a two four-letter words. Nux together. You can't see her, but she's doing the like two two knuckles together. I'm fisting. Yeah, herself. That's right. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, put it on, put it on before I went to bed, and my back actually feels okay today, so I feel like wow. it's it's working wow. from the outside in. If you ever want me to put that on your feet, just let me know. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually turning into a fetish um, <laughs> podcast faster than we expected. I'm actually getting a little alarmed. <laughs> um, I also brought a product. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please clip that that's yeah. a sound bite for us i need to figure out how to do that um i'm also learning to become a producer like right now <laughs> dj's is it's me it me i will um definitely try to do that okay tell me, tell so me more. some of you guys might know that i am currently not inhaling marijuana mm-hmm. i'm on day 15 so i'm still a little baby mm-hmm. i've been doing like a week off week on week off week on what I would call sober curious for a while, but I'm actually doing the damn thing right now. So I still got my little Bambi legs going, but I'm going girl. Mm -hmm. And so I have this CBD drop that you put in your mouth before you go to bed. Can I smell it? Oh my God. Why don't you tell us more? Oh, it's lavender. 
1,000 milligrams by the brand Social. That's right. I think it's interesting it's called Social because I'm going to bed. Right. But I'm talking up a storm to everyone in my dreams. My dreams have been lit since I quit smoking. Where'd you buy it? I got that at SDRCC LMNOP. Okay. <laughs> it's in Serena Valley here in San Diego. If you like doing figure eights and burnouts in your car, <laughs> you will you, love driving to this essentially, location. Essentially, if you are into Tokyo drifting, um, <laughs> please make your way to SDRC ABCD. Grab, grab your blinker because you're about to make 12 turns to get there. Uh, Very hard to get to. Do you think the phrase term flipping a bitch is a California thing? Oh, I have no idea. I absolutely. Hot I mean, take. that's it. Flipping a bit. Flipping a bit. <laughs> flipping flip, flip a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of think it's a California thing. But, you know. We, do people, like, not know what it means if they don't know what we're talking about? I think so. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm wow. just asking. Um, that is such a good thought. Yeah, I, I wonder if absolutely. that's like a, if that's a universal term. Is that just like a term that we use here in San Diego or just in California? Like, oh my gosh, right I'm, in on our Patron. Yeah, please do because I've us. honestly never heard anyone else. Well, I mean, born and raised here, like we never leave. So I don't know anybody outside of San Diego, like at all. That's and, an absolutely regular term where you don't even address it. Like we're driving down the road and Josh will be like, oh yeah. I just flip a bitch up here. Mm-hmm. You just say flip a bitch all the I have, time. I haven't. I need to know the answers. Now, the more I say it, the weirder it sounds. I know. It's kind of great, though. And I, yeah, that's a normal term. Flip a, oh, yeah. Just flip a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys need to call in and tell us. Is that like sexual? Like flip a bitch over and Superman that hoe? Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> now we know is. what Superman that hoe means. Uh, is it cream pie? It's <laughs> flipping a bitch over, jizzing all over her back. Okay. And then the sheet sticks to her back like a cape so that she looks Shut like up. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so she's walking around with Did a you... sheet stuck to her body. That's so funny. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I'm dead ass serious. That's what <clears throat> Superman that hoe means. Soldier boy up in that hoe. Watch me something. Watch me roll. And wow. then you Superman that hoe, and he's all dancing and hopping around. Well, yeah, that was the dance move of our senior year. That was I like pre TikTok. That's right. Oh, I remember us being at that GD bowling alley for senior night, mm-hmm. Superman that hoeing, dancing around, rolling our, doing it quite frankly a wrist stretch. Mm-hmm. The, one of my <laughs> revving neighbors, an engine. One of my neighbors growing up, he had a sweet sixteen. <clears throat> Uh, in some like sick high rise downtown that overlooked the stadium. Sounds about right. And I know, right? And uh, we got to like watch a baseball game while his Sweet Sixteen was going on. I've been to this venue. Yeah, I. It's called the Diamond or the Crystal. Yeah, the Emerald. Yes, right. The guy. <laughs> um, it's called the guy. It's called the guy. Um, I remember people dancing to that song like on the dance floor that's just like such a core memory for me for some reason i remember that but like i'm watching the baseball game (laughs) (laughs) i'm out on the terrace like what's going on down there and i remember seeing like out of the corner of my eye just like everybody everybody doing that dance and just being like everyone is so 
dumb. So dumb. It's amazing what music can do. You can hear a song and you close your eyes and you're like in the mall. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of songs from my runway days where I hear them and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally did a runway to this I song. One of them's The Smith. Shajamald, how can you say nothing the wrong word? Because I'm human and I need to be loved. <laughs> Just like everybody else does. I'm just like in a mood. To be honest. Squinting. Is it by the Smiths? If I played it, you'd be like, that's the song that you're singing? (laughs) Are you serious? You absolutely. I don't want to keep going, but I I do. I do know the song. You do. But you're singing at such like a hilarious (laughs) octave. (laughs) You mean my church voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't sing like that at all. I actually don't love that's the only Smith song I'll listen to. I don't really like listen to them at all. Don't. You're missing nothing. Thank you. Were you about to say thank you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I hear it I'm like moody. I'm, I can see that. I'm runway in a mood. The, have you seen the guy who like lead sings for the Smith? He's a sad boy. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. Very sad. I'm like sad boy every day. Oh. Sad boy every season. I think his mug should make an appearance um on our feed. I'll crop him in there. Ooh, I'll find a gif of him and put it in our uh, episode. I love a gif. Uh, teaser. You know I've been reading a bunch of books in the Middle Ages. <laughs> Did you know that people, well, I, you do know this, but people's last name were their trade. Yes. So the Smiths were Smiths. They were Smiths. Bla- like blacksmiths. Yeah. And you yeah. know what they call that little room? The Smithy. A Smithy? Wow, well, they were creative in that, but <laughs> their words weren't they? <laughs> you know what, which one just blew my balls off last night? Hmm. A carter pulls a cart. <laughs> was like holy shit honestly grab your oxes <laughs> grab your oxen that's yeah. hysterical yeah a carter pulls a cart yeah i know it's been days i've just been like my eyes are so big it looks like i just did the coke in your anthony bourdain book but I rest can't. assured i'm I so so believe. painfully sober i can't believe both of those things <laughs> just happened yeah a carter Oh my god, that is hysterical. Now, Next time you meet a fuckboy named Carter, I want you to... I'm just be like, get out of here, cart puller, you fucking loser. <laughs> I prefer oxen. <laughs> get your ass out of here. Yeah. Wow, I can't wait to meet someone named Carter so I can just honestly break I want you him. to walk up to them. <laughs> I can break him? No, berate. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I can't wait to meet him to break his cart. <laughs> That's what it break his heart. <laughs> you're gonna meet this guy and be like, did you know that your last name is a trade name for the Middle Ages of pulling a car? And he's gonna be like, you're fucking weird. I need to go. <laughs> I Swipe left. Swipe <laughs> <laughs> left. Well, my last name is one who works with cord. Yeah. So Corders. Corders made nets and shit. Hmm. Very, very important things. They made baskets. Anything that's weaving, essentially. Is a, is a corder. Or making the cord itself. So making the rope to make the weave. Yeah. 
And I, ironically enough, am totally a quarter. Yes, you are. I will whittle You're a knitting you. Any- queen. Oh, I love knitting. I love weaving. I love string, <laughs> sewing. Um, you name it. If it's got a long rope, if it looks like me, I'm weaving it. I'm weaving it. <laughs> I don't think my name means anything. Zizel? Yeah, I think my last name is very Italian, so I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll flip a bitch next episode <laughs> and let you know. Um, I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah. The products. So I, I brought my eye cream in here because honestly, <laughs> I'm waiting for this product to empty. I bought this a year ago. Oh, I love it. There's nothing more fulfilling than using up an entire product. I bought it a year ago and it's. It's like the fucking Mary Poppins of like container. It will not end. I I use it every single day religiously. Let me feel it. Wow, you still have a lot in there. I guarantee. I don't know if there's like a fairy in my house refilling. This thing. I don't know if like my skin is like ringing itself back into the container. Like I do not know what's happening. This is like one of the best eye creams I've ever bought. I don't know if I bought a broken one i don't know if there's tiny little guys in here remaking more i don't know what's happening but does it have um a sacred cannabis plant within it no no it's not it's even just a weed it's just i'm a just talking about this product you I'm just not even, love it. i'm not sponsored by these people it is just they're like, getting our straight up night routine right I'm, now <laughs> yeah this is my skincare routine to the t i just like every day i put this on and i'm like is this ever gonna end like i don't know what is going on with it but it's amazing. It's by a company called Simplified Skin. It has grapeseed oil, primrose oil, jojoba mm. oil, and vitamin E. That is it. I That's love it. grapeseed oil. And it's vegan and cruelty-free and made here in America. Wow. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's full of... I mean, your eyes look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nary a bag. You couldn't put one sweater in these bags. <laughs> <laughs> sweater. <laughs> You couldn't take That's a, a trip. large item. You couldn't take a trip with these. <laughs> this is not my carry-on. I am. Um, I'm telling you about these drops, these lavender drops, because I'm gonna religiously use them to the best of my ability and tell you if I actually feel a difference or not. Please do. I have drastically improved my falling asleep time when you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to pee and all of a sudden you're up for an hour and you're trying to decide if you should be productive or go to bed. Mm-hmm. I actually can fall asleep really quick right now. That's awesome. Which is amazing. I So it's like systemically relaxing you from the inside out. I hope so. We'll see. I, the goal would be, you know, to not wake up at all, right? Not have to even just wet your pants, you know, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> but um, I'm going to report back and let you know. Josh has used this product, and he didn't necessarily notice a difference. And he did religiously use it, I would say, for almost a month. Um, he said the flavor was fine, almost flavorless, even though it's lavender. But he it didn't even smell like lavender. It's just... Not really. Let's see. Hang on. You guys want to... Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's very faint. Mm-hmm. It's light. So I'm going to report back and let you know. Um, also because I have to use up this product. Speaking of using up products. So um, I'm getting into supplements a la moche. I already have a lot of pills I have to take. So I thought I would add in some healthy ones. Mm-hmm. And it, not that the other ones aren't. But I have like prescription meds I take before bed. So now I'm taking magnesium, um, which does super help. To an extent, warning, magnesium can change your stool, Mm. so you need to watch your poops. 
Um, good to know. Yeah, if you're not happy but with But magnesium's, them, like, really good for you. Yeah, it's good for your joints. It's good for, like, a plethora of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also taking cranberry pills mm, to help that tract. that's right keep my urinary tract intact mm-hmm. that's right that's we right. love a nice tract yeah that's, we, <laughs> sure, we sure do <laughs> oh my gosh it's great to see you doggy it is also great to see you thank you for providing all of these amazing products for me to try because you can still support and advocate for cannabis without getting high exactly yeah no i um was telling kelly that i was cleaning out yet another junk drawer in this house and um i found some Dollar Doses. You guys might remember Dollar Dose. Our from, first sponsor. Yeah, they were our very first sponsor of the show, and they hooked us up with many an item. And I found some Dollar oh, Doses. Oh, this one's cinnamon spice. I know. Thank you. Oh I'm excited God, for wait. you to try it. I had one the other day, and it was really nice. It looks like a spicy guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I was feeling so, like, lethargic yesterday, though, because every time I... Um, another malapropism there for the people in the back to remind them. Um, uh, I was feeling like kind of tired like all day yesterday and I forgot that I took one of those and I was like, I want, because ingestibles of weed of any kind, fuck me up. Like it doesn't matter if it's 0.001% or like 10, I am done. I'm done yeah. if it's an ingestible. If it's like it's processed by a different organ than mm-hmm. if you smoke, which you know, newsflash. Yeah. So I think I'm that, you. dude, I I think it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Isn't it amazing when you finally realize what did you over? I was like, why was I such a piece of shit yesterday? I mean, I worked, but like, not really. Why is my toe broken? And then I think about it. We will never oh, know. I sat in a chair. I have an excellent segue to our next thing. We are really excited to talk about. So I just wanted to point out that I'm advocating and supporting and legalizing marijuana without needing to partake. That I can fully support and advocate for something that I personally might not ever need to dabble with. We also need to do a trigger warning right now. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. FYI. We are about to talk about women's rights. We're about to talk about Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. And everything that's associated with that. Yeah. We're about to talk about procreating (laughs) so here's the segue that you can legalize abortion without it having to apply to you and having it affect your life in any way shape or form that you can understand that something's incredibly important for the health and mental well-being of society without it personally affecting you in your home Mm -hmm. that you can legalize marijuana and never use it yeah to decriminalize it mm-hmm. and that you can support abortion without getting one. Mm-hmm. Those <clears throat> two things can exist. Yes. It um, requires and- duality. <clears throat> it requires um, thinking. And if you were unsure where we lie on the fence, if you, we just lost some followers, bye. Honestly, please. See please you later. Exit stage right. Like, bye. Good. Literally. See you later. Yeah. I, I, um, I have a hard time with people not accepting... You know, the top three, the legalizing of marijuana, abortion rights, and gay marriage. Like, it's like the three things that just seem to forever affect people who aren't even, like, who don't even do any of those things. Yeah. Why does it affect your life so fucking much that these two people are married, that these of the same gender, I, if, for lack of a better 
word, I suppose. There's so many um, hand gestures going on right I know, now. I know. I'm, like, trying to, like, get We're it out. I'm trying to be as, like, respectful as, like, humanly possible, you know? I think you're doing a great job. But, uh... I just don't understand why it affects Man. people so much. It's like, it like ruins yeah. your day. You must be so fucking privileged yeah. for something that isn't even like a, a part of you. your life. Yeah. That it puts you in a yeah. bad mood. It puts you in that much of a fucking bad mood. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a good point, Age. Like, like, like you, you can support gay marriage without being gay. Yeah. You can support you, marijuana without smoking it. You and... privileged ass fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I get we are so, so angry. Heated. We are so angry. But you know what? There's a lot of people throwing their change in this junk drawer. So we want to get specific about what we're going to talk about and why. If you live in the San Diego area, then you have been inundated with anti-abortion billboards. Yes. All over the place. Yes. And it's not just any marketing ploy. It's one in particular. So first I'm going to give you an unbiased description of what we're looking at here. By the way, we both made a comment to each other via text about these billboards without like speaking to each other about yep. I said something yep and you were like uh heart we- or heartbeat starts at like nine weeks that like literally you just sent me that text and I knew immediately what yep. you were talking about because yep. the the billboard yep. by my house is the fingerprints in like fucking ten weeks and I was just like I have so much to say. It, yeah, I when Josh came home, I was like, "Did you see?" And he goes, "I didn't even finish the sentence." And he goes, "Oh, I fucking know. I've it's been looking at so it." So ridiculous. I'm so pissed off. Okay, so these billboards are um, explaining what happens during a pregnancy. So these billboards are like um, a baby develops at this stage at this week. Mm-hmm. A baby has eyes at you know, this week. You know how like the apps are like your baby is the size of a grapefruit. Exactly. They're they're <laughs> humanizing these, it. Yep. So the problem that I have here, this is my pedestal that I am on, which means I'm seven foot eight mm-hmm. in this situation. Loving. It is so condescending to mansplain pregnancy. <laughs> that what that shows me is that this side of anti-abortion is assuming that the person who is pro-abortion doesn't understand what a pregnancy is yeah like Talking. as if the person wasn't aware of what is happening inside, inside of, of them it is so and condescending if, to explain the stages of pregnancy as a form of anti-abortion rights as if that part is the, that is not something that anyone needs help <laughs> comprehending that there's a child inside of them. But also, but also, um, if you feel the need to have to explain what is happening inside of this person's body because you think that they are too young to understand... What is happening inside of their body? Maybe they should not be having a baby. (gasps) Look at you go! Oh my god, Age. You know what I mean? Oh my god. If you feel the need, because apparently... If you think you don't even understand these basic concepts, then do you really think that they should be a parent? Do you think this person should be a mother? (gasps) Do you think that this person should even be a fucking parent? Look at this angle. If they don't even know what the fuck is happening inside of it them? It is so you condescending bring, You to want me. to bring more human beings in this world that are stupid? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, yes. Our government wants... Oh, we're gonna get real wild on here. Our government wants us to be uneducated. I 
am lit on this. They want us to be uneducated. They just need ants to build the fucking dome. I can... Ah, that's all they fucking want. Blew, that's all they fucking want. You blew y'all. my balls off. Well, I'm like, here to blow bees all day. People that <laughs> blow bees. bubbles. <laughs> wow, I just feel like mic drop. But seriously, I just—it's so fucking condescending to me. I cannot get over it because there's so many of these billboards around town, and the fact that like. Any person that is getting an abortion is aware of (laughs) what's going on and has had to make a very, very challenging decision with a lot of things in mind and arguably is more aware of the seriousness of the situation than others, I would say. There's so many facets to this, but I cannot even believe. I make this analogy all the time. It's not like... We're going out on a Friday, getting pregnant on a Saturday, getting an abortion on a Monday. Like, we're not out here doing the three-day drugs like the fucking military guys do. Like, we're not starting on a Friday doing all the drugs so it's cleared out of our system by Monday. No, no, nay, nay. There is legislation in the United States right now that if you have, if you go to an ultrasound and they confirm that your baby is dead, that you still have to carry it to full term and give birth to it. That's disgusting. Why should you have to be put through that misery, that isn't that stress? There's so many unique stories out there that we could literally go on forever. But guess what? Adriana and I don't need anyone to explain to us the decision that they make because they get our full support as far as legislation goes. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, we come from this perspective because we believe in mind your own fucking business. Yeah. If you believe in the true freedom of the American people and the full autonomy that they have in making their own decisions and trusting that they are able to make those decisions, then you need to get the fuck out of their business. Mm -hmm. And we can sit here and explain a million hellacious stories of families, not just women, but the men who, you know, whatever they identify as, the whole family unit has to make these challenging decisions that affect everyone. We don't need them to explain themselves to us at all. And a lot of women that end up getting abortions no joke are already mothers. The statistic on that one's hella They're, high. It's not like it's just a hoochie mama going out. I like, think it's like the 20-something percentile of yeah. current abortions are. It's mainly people who already have That fully kids. grasp the seriousness and of the And they're situation. like, I cannot afford another child. Like, shit fucking happens. I hate this whole concept of like, um, like you made your bed, you know, you know, you got to lay in it. And it's like. The stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. Because it's at so the, annoying. when you're mere, let's just for the sake of fucking religion, I suppose, because that is the only thing that governs our country is Christianity. But if you're having sex within your marriage, because we're not allowed to have premarital sex, so if you and your husband are having sex and you already have two kids, and, and you're 41, you're 41 years old, and Obviously, you are attracted to your partner. The main reason you two got married, I'm assuming, is because of sexual attraction. That is usually how relationships start. So deep down, you want to fuck your partner in some way, shape, or form. And if you are going to be religious and not believe in fucking... Fucking. That, or (laughs) contraception, I suppose, and and you think of having sex as just a way to procreate... You're nuts. But anyway, um, 
you need to, you, you know, okay, so the girl, let me back up, blah, blah, blah. So you find out you're pregnant and you're already a mother of two, you're in your 40s, your career's going off, your husband's career's going off. Can you bring in another child? Like, is this even financially okay for you? Why would you allow yourself to bring in another child if it's not financially um, something that you guys can take on? Um, you'd have to maybe buy a bigger house. Is this anyone's business? Is it anyone's fucking place? business? Like, there's you can so personally... much that goes into all of this. Absolutely. Oh my god, it is not a, a decision taken lightly. No, it is like a sit can you down imagine fucking having to make that decision? And someone says, "Babies have eyes," and you're like, "I fucking know that." You're like having this really traumatizing situation in your life, and they go, "Babies have fingers." Mm-hmm. Babies have legs. And you're like, okay, thank you Mm -hmm. for that enlightening information. You're already sobbing, writing down (laughs) whether or not you can even afford it because rent is $2,000 a month for a 300 square foot apartment. So I, you know. There's so many factors that come into play. And what if like you're in a relationship with somebody where your relationship is already failing. A child isn't going to fix that. Yeah. We haven't even touched on sexual assault and rape, which is where I'll stop with the trigger warning because there's plenty of stories out there on that. I want to explain that there is a duality that people can have in their hearts where you can personally know and understand that abortion is not right for you Mm -hmm. and that you will you believe that you will never get an abortion and, and you choice. know that that yep and that's a choice that you personally have chosen something for yourself and then you step outside of your personal belief system so i want to explain that duality too that anyone who is advocating for pro choice isn't saying that they're all abortion yeah, happy they're, yeah they're not like pro abortion let's murder babies that's not what the fuck they're saying you can like have you ever voted before because <laughs> there's your own personal belief systems and then there's the belief systems that affect the people around you yeah and the situation that we live in yeah and at the very fundamental point for health reasons alone mm-hmm. this is a matter of health care mm-hmm. that there are living breathing people out there right now whose lives are at stake because they're being forced to carry a child that could kill them Mm -hmm. anyone with a pre-existing condition a woman going through chemotherapy like for example imagine finding out that you're pregnant and you have fucking cancer yeah and they want you to carry this baby to full term Mm -hmm. because and you could die and then your baby will live so now your baby gets to be motherless like i'm so mad Oh, dude, I get so fucking frustrated when we talk about things like this. Okay, so crazy. Her, her note um, section is lit. It's literally 14 paragraphs. So really funny that we're having this conversation about abortion in general. And um, I'm going to tell a crazy story, kind of. So Take it away, Zs. I found out recently that Jack Nis- Nicholson, the actor, mm. he just found out that his sister is his mother. Wow. Like, late in life, he found this out. And he's an old old man. Like, he's, what, probably Absolutely. in his 60s now? Yeah. So he was born in the 50s, and his mom was probably fucking 15 years old. And I'm not saying we should have aborted fucking Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I'm not fucking saying that. What I'm saying is... 
the shame that is put upon a woman who is pregnant in general, unless you are fucking married, Mm -hmm. the shame that is put on a woman and a woman only is wild Mm -hmm. to me. Um, Premarital sex happens all the time. All the fucking time. Whether you want to believe it or not, it fucking happens. And pregnancies come out of that. And the only person that is affected is the woman. The woman is the one who is shamed because she can literally, she has that scarlet letter on her body. It is physically there. The man walks away unburdened in every fucking way. Completely. He... Um, you know, women, especially back in the 50s, were either sent away to a camp, to a boarding school. They... A boarding school? uh, They were, um, you know, sent to convents at some, you know, for, you know, probably many, many years. And then these children are raised in convents. Um, what did I say? Pulled out of their schools because their education is completely unnecessary and kicked out of the military Mm -hmm. upon pregnancy Mm -hmm. so as a woman we have that shame all over us and the men are living their lives get to go to school get to deal with it and then unfortunately instead of you know in jack nicholson's situation his mom being able to be proudly his mother had to pretend that he was that she was his sister for decades because wow. the shame that wow. is put on a fucking woman i'm assume i'm i'm assuming that part but like the there, shame yeah. that is truly put on a woman for doing the same fucking deed a man did there are two people that go into this it's not like oh. she immaculate conception this shit i She's believe not, that it requires a like we're not out here marrying up the place like There are two people involved in this. And why is the woman the one who is constantly being shamed? The men, it doesn't matter. I don't understand, like, when when we're doing all this anti-abortion or all of these pro-lifers are bitching and yelling and complaining at women, you should be fucking talking to the men as well. I'm just fucking saying. Oh my god, I'm so fucking lit over this. It pisses me the fuck off. There's a beautiful character on Orange is the New Black that has this um, storyline that you're talking about with Jack Nicholson. Yes, I can't remember the character's name, but she has a daughter um, who currently knows her mom to be her older sister. Oh, wow. And so technically her, the child's grandmother is raising her as their own daughter and she's had to live this life of secrecy with her daughter and her family because of uh, a young pregnancy. An amazing character. I'll definitely get back to um, which, you sh- I mean, Orange is the New Black is a phenomenal show. Hey, Age, do you like math? Do you like statistical data? I do. I love um, a pie chart. Do you love um, facts? Prefer it over the fish. So <clears throat> men are fertile. All the time, every day, forever. We call that 100% of a year. I'm going to work with a 365 calendar. We are. Okay. N- I could leap year it. That would change the data <laughs> even more. So unless there are any fertility issues, which obviously those need to be addressed as well, but men 
are fertile 100% of the year. Okay. That's a lot of percents. That's that's every day. That's a lot of accuracy. There are not really days where it it, it wavers. Mm. There's not a cycle to this sperm. So they're just feeling yeah. all day. That's right. Every day. I really it, hope this is coming through, by the way, that. Yeah, I hope so, too. And further, further. Furthermore. That they're, they're fertile, not only from the same age that females are at about, you know, 12 to 13 years old, but men are uniquely fertile until they die. Mm-hmm. Women are typically fertile until they hit menopause, which is roughly between the ages of 40 and 55. So not only are they 100% fertile, 365 days a year. 100% of the time. Unlike but that. they also are fertile for like more than 50% of their life. <laughs> arguably up to 85% of their life. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this That's data? That's a B plus in life. <laughs> Infertility. Wow. Yeah. For being a mediocre man that you're doing well. Women are fertile 7% of the year. 6.5% of the year. Wow. Because are we really? Yeah. Because you are fertile when you are ovulating for roughly two days. Hmm. And sperm lives inside of you for up to five days, which hmm. is why you can have a wider range. Like your ovulation when your eggs are living is about 48 hours. It's a little bit longer. Some people double ovulate. We also call that once in a blue moon, mm. a double ovulation. But there's a finite amount of eggs present in a woman's body. Correct. We're about born, 400. So we're born with the amount, for the men that don't know anything about a woman's anatomy, we are born with the full amount of eggs that we will have for the rest of our life. That's right. That is it. We have them, and then we shed them yep. when we have our period. That's right. And then they <laughs> run out. And then they're gone. It's like a vending machine. Or like, you know, like the <laughs> gumball machine? You yeah. know when it's empty? That's like our ovaries. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. You're if welcome. they've even made it this far. Oh, my God. We had a little bit of a drop-off. I can see it in the data, but let's keep talking numbers. So... 7% of the year women are fertile. That is wild. And our eggs do not even live as long as the quote-unquote eggs of a man, mm-hmm. the sperm, the seed mm-hmm. of a man. because they. So you can have sperm inside of you before you're ovulating. It lives for five days, and then it activates when you're ovulating. So that range, I'm not taking into consideration if there's sperm inside of you. I'm talking about the if days you, that you're fertile. If you, yeah, and you were conceiving right. at that exact time. 7%. Versus one hundred percent wild. Can we just like um think about that for a second? We're the garages. Y'all are the cars parking in all the garages. Wow. Fucking. I'm full of analogies today. I was. I, Cardi B comes to mind. <laughs> I wanna park that big Mack truck right in this little garage. I don't know why I'm just quoting rappers, but here we are. Seven percent. Um. I'm having a hard time wrapping around my thoughts, my head, my um, awareness of this situation. I Shouldn't am... we be putting more bans on just, like, men's dicks in general? <laughs> Should we just, like, put fucking cages on your ass? Like, <laughs> I'm confused. <clears throat> I'm quite frankly confused. She's Please clapping. write down the word cages, because I need to come back to something that's going to be on the patrone, because holy shit, I can't talk about this in real life. <clears throat> Numero uno, head on over Thank to you. the cages. We're going to um, wrap this episode up with a little bit of spilling the tea about who is funding these billboards. Mm. 
Are you curious about what company is um, accepting the funding to have these 12-week campaigns about anti-abortion? Are you curious? Um, honestly, yes, because I can only imagine it is a giant corporation. Oh my god, Age, you're so right. Because I'll tell you what. Who runs this country? Not girls. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no. <laughs> who runs the world? Not girls. Girls. <laughs> who runs the world? <laughs> um, but I, so this is our Carmen San Diego part of this investigative research. First, I had to find really who isn't responsible for these billboards. So in the future, when we're, we have Karma San Diego marketing on billboards, I know exactly what companies we should go to that accept and vet who their investors are. That's awesome. So deeply rooted. Um, you're about to have your balls blown off. So the billboards around San Diego are owned by Clear Channel. Oh. Clear Channel is a very, very large company. They own... Um- the the radio they do they do <laughs> oh my god i'm really proud of myself for knowing that i am too <laughs> clear channel is not approved by the bbb the better business bureau oh they did not get their stamp of approval and guess what their rating is on the better business bureau i would like to say about 23.74 oh my god you're like oh my god let's do the math <laughs> 26%. Oh my god, you nailed it. They Damn. have a they have a 1.3 out of 5 stars. Wow. So, Clear Channel, which is a giant broadcasting media and marketing company in the United States and I would argue globally in a lot of ways cuz the companies they represent are on a global scale. I'm going to stay in my lane with San Diego for Clear Channel. Clear Channel went bankrupt in 2018. And whenever um, a company goes bankrupt, that doesn't mean the company goes away. They just have their funding re-evaluated. And they do something that we all know called a Mm rebrand. So when I talk about Clear Channel, I'm also talking about iHeartRadio. Oh, shit. iHeartMedia and Kogo, K-O-G-O. So you all know who that is because Ryan Seacrest talks about him a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I don't know if he's still And unfortunately, alive, some of my favorite podcasts are run through iHeartRadio. Sad, bummer. I know, I know. Um, but I just want you to know that they're hiding under the mask of multiple business names, which is pretty common. Um, a lot of people do this rebrand when they go bankrupt or uh, get a 1.3 star review from the Better Business Bureau mm-hmm. because of the amount of complaints that they've gotten Jesus. by the employees that work there specifically, not just the passersby getting offended by this baby. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to let you know what radio stations in San Diego are supported by Clear Channel. Please. Please know that I'm devastated by this news because I... I think one of them is going to be one of our favorite radio stations. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, I don't listen to the radio anymore, but... I don't either, but uh, God, I did. And obviously, we love radio in the sense of, look what we're doing now. Yeah. And I went to school um, for fucking... For... I almost said for comedy. (laughs) For... (laughs) (laughs) For for communication. We taught comedy at a local college. (laughs) Um, At the time that I went to school, when I was a young pop, um, there wasn't exactly podcasting on the scale that it is now, um, but podcasting and radio comes under the umbrella of mass media, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of um, communication that 
falls under that degree. So you can do mass media and broadcasting. You can do interpersonal communication. You can do all sorts of different styles. Um, and at the time, if you got a mass media degree, you were really studying radio. Okay. So the radio stations that are owned by Clear Channel, who is funding the billboards that you can find in La Mesa and Claremont. And probably like Mission Valley area. I Heart 933, Star 941, 115 KGB, Rock 105.3. I mean, their narrative is so sexist anyway when you hear the in-between of each song. We're not really surprised. Um, Jam in 95.7 and AM 600 KOGO. Damn. You so know, like every channel. These are the channels that we turn to um, in apocalyptic times. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's an emergency on the freeway, Mm -hmm. you're calling the AM 600 KOGM. Mm -hmm. These are the stations that tell us how the traffic is Mm -hmm. at the end of your commute. Mm -hmm. These are companies that choose not just one style of marketing, like anti-abortion, but a lot of others. And I would argue that that's because most of their funding that they get are from Christian channels. Yep. Because they have Christian radio stations. Because they have Christian investors. I have, like, goosebumps. It, I'm, like, so I'm, not, I, I'm not shocked. So where am I going with all of this? The hard part is that I... I'm thinking about a radio show host that I love and respect and that they're inadvertently representing the company that they work for. But you know what? Those are questions that Adriana and I had to ask ourselves when I was working for a defense contractor and you were working for a plethora of restaurants. Ultimately, you need to decide if you are willing to compromise your morals to support the a cog in the wheel. And Look, and I unfortunately, underst- a lot of people are going to say yes because money talks. Yeah, they need to feed their families. Yeah, and they're not aware of this because they hide it because they've masked and done a rebrand of iHeartRadio Music Festival, mm-hmm. for example. But what if you knew and they're that not pressing and they're not pressing those beliefs through those platforms? I'm irate. Yeah, that so, Clear Channel owns these billboards. Of course. I'm it so makes so bummed. much fucking sense. You blew my bees off with this. So like, what are Adriana no and I going to do with that? We're not going to listen to these radio stations anymore. No. And when people talk about gonna... them and listen to them, we're going to let them know, hey, do you know that Clear Channel Communications support anti-abortion propaganda that's put on giant billboards in front of churches in San Diego? Mm-hmm. I just want you to know. Maybe you agree with that. And then you should listen to that station. Absolutely. Because also freedom of speech means that you can believe that. But Mm -hmm. did you know? That's the part of Karma San Diego that we're very passionate about is did you know? And we just want to make sure you're as aware as we are. Because we're pissed. So luckily this marketing campaign should be over at the 12-week mark. I think we're at week four. Um, I also looked at the pricing of billboards because I was like, how much would it cost? Yeah, It's like five grand. It's a 12-foot width by 48-foot length. I mean, it's hard to draw the rectangle of a billboard. It's a but it's, by, it's Yeah, it's 12 by 48. Okay. And they're always for 12-week campaigns. And then they also put who their target market is. Mm. So when I was on Clear Channel Communications, it shows, like, um, this is targeting middle class, 63% white people, 4% black people. And, and I was like, oh. Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, they have yet to make that a unique denomination. Right. right. But I was just like, as soon as I saw 4% 
black people. I was like, um, this is a hard no for me, dog. Super hard no. So, <laughs> did you, by chance, find out who owns the actual billboards? I feel like they're all individually owned, only because... I think Clear Channel owns the billboard, but I'm going to keep researching because you and I have talked about the shopping centers that the billboards are placed in, but I believe that Clear Channel Communications owns the, um, they own the bus benches, Mm. they own the billboards that are placed inside of these various shopping centers and along the freeway. Because I saw, because I love looking at Zillow, you guys probably do too. I love looking at like things for sale and I always look for like multi-unit properties. Yeah. And I saw, this was a while ago, I'd say like maybe six months ago, I saw a property in like City Heights area that had a billboard on the property. So I think some of them are independently owned. Mm -hmm. So some shopping centers that you purchase so you I've might decided, get your own billboard i've decided that if i ever am able to buy property i would love yeah. to find something that has a billboard on it because you can yeah. rent out that billboard yeah. for however much you want or yeah buy it out from clear channel so that it's your billboard and you can put whatever the fuck you want on it and i can send out my own propaganda that's right and vet who is actually being distributed so mm-hmm. i feel like too when you're looking at um, shopping, let's say you're, you're about to buy a shopping center because we okay. know you're gonna. If you purchase the shopping center but Clear Channel continues to own the billboard, then that's not the shopping center for you. Yeah. Because you should not be forced to the advertising ploys of whoever has the most money when it's your physical location. And because we live in a country of like freedom of speech and like of choice. It is my choice to not want to buy mm-hmm. that shopping center because I don't mm-hmm. believe in that same billboard because it's my choice to not That's want right. to do that. I right. don't, I don't, just like it's your choice to make friends with whoever you want to be friends with. That's it's right. your choice to wear the same outfit every single day. That's right. It's your choice to put uh, fancy gas or unleaded gas into your car. Wow. It is your choice to go to the thrift store instead of shopping at Target all of the time. It's your choice to buy Not Your Nana's Pasta Sauce instead of Prego. Yeah. So now we know to ask who owns the advertisements that might be around your shopping center. Because what if you rent out an old auto zone, but inside that shopping center is a bus station Mm. because not all bus stations and billboards are owned by clear channel i was able to identify four separate companies that do advertisements so i thought to continue this conversation we will focus on the ones that have much more aligned billboards so next time you see a few billboards that align with you not gambling but like the ones that are like um have cannabis on them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm not loving the alcohol ones, which we cannot wait to talk about. Um, There's also, weirdly, a lot in PB. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, especially during the holidays, it's always like, Jesus is the reason for the season. Yeah. Jesus I guarantee those are clear channel. Season. And it's like... Clear channel. I'm like, I clear wish channel. you guys would just open a goddamn Bible so that you can actually know when Jesus' season really is. Maybe we should define Ugh. what the word clear means. <laughs> for them on a billboard. We probably should. Clear. Because they're looking with uh, fucking Ver- hazy ass eyeballs. They all got glaucoma. I, sh- <laughs> <up in this. laughs> I think they should be called opaque channel. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been Hey Babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.